says she loves me. Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Townworth. We got a good end sort of uh, bad news story for today. The good the good news story uh, from the letters from Tamworth Staffordshire is, of course, we didn't get a letter last week because they were too busy celebrating Queen Lizzie's Platinum Jubilee. That's all wrapped up. They've got a lovely story here of a uh, Tamworth uh, mum and daughter who managed to get along front row seats to see all the pomp and pageantry of the uh, Queen's Platinum Jubilee tour. She got to meet Sir Cliff Richard and also uh, Ed Sheeran as well, which is very cool. Didn't quite get to meet Queen Lizzie herself, but was, again, like we spoke about earlier on in the week, being able to breathe in the air of other famous people. I'm sure she inhaled the air of... Well, she probably saw Archie royalty. and that down there because we know that they weren't invited oh, up on the balcony. Oh, that's a good point. That's true. She probably got closer to the former royals. Yes, exactly. Than anything. My nan met Sir Cliff Richard. Who's that? Uh, he's a singer. Uh, the oh. the only the only singer to have a number one hit in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Well, I've never heard of him. You haven't heard of Sir Cliff Richard? No. What the? What's he sing? What's he sing? You we'll, don't have even go, know. we'll have to go next door to the know. 2TM. Wired for Sound was a hit in the 80s. I feel like you made that up. lots of hits in the 70s. Devil Sounds Woman. Fake. Stuff that we don't play here. Oh. Because we are the cool station. He's, he's a lovely man, though. My nan met him for an unveiling of his rose. Oh, uh, like a rose, a rose in the garden? after him. Yeah, yeah. He's got oh, the that's cl- fancy. What colour is it? Uh, pink. I like red roses. Kind of like your shirt today. This is purple. Yeah. Um, But I like red roses. Just Mm. a hint to any men out there thinking Mm. of buying me roses. Mm. Um, In dozens of 24s. Got off topic. But, you know, no, I'll accept one rose. Car, this is the bad news. Car cannibals have targeted vehicles around Tamworth, Staffordshire. Wait, car cannibals? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about this. They're basically going around and stripping car of parts. A 78-year-old pensioner parked his vehicle in the middle of town last Tuesday, May 31, came out and found it stripped of the bumper. The whole front Mm. bumper and the bonnet had been removed off the vehicle. Okay. He parked it for a couple of hours and these vandals have come up and just taken stuff off. At night time? No, in the the daylight. No one noticed that? No. Just stripping cars these days? Well, it's very lucrative. Selling parts, yeah, so yes. I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the unfortunate thing is this poor 78-year-old pensioner, this is the second time it's no. happened this year. What kind of car does he have? He's got a Toyota Yaris. They stripped it back in Mate, March. why are you stripping a Yaris? <laughs> I know what what you were saying about the parts are lucrative. Toyota Yaris. Yeah, yeah, just go down to the so scrapyard. So the poor guy said it's taken up to it's now going to take up to six weeks to get it repaired to get all the parts back and obviously the cost for it as well for a poor seventy eight year old pensioner. He could just buy a new car or like a walking frame for that. It's one of the <laughs> it's one of those crimes of inconvenience more than it anything. It is. It's like when your it's, number plates get stolen. Yeah, it's so inconvenient. It's never happened to me, um, but it's so inconvenient. I assume. The photos for this are horrendous, though. Like, literally, the whole bonnet of the car ripped off, and there's just... That's so rough. You can rough. just see the Someone engine and everything. Him. Do you think it's, like, a neighbour or something? Or like, <laughs> he's got a war down at the bingo club? <laughs> I was about to say, he's a 78-year-old pensioner. He wouldn't have They would have... Enemies. No, they would have the most enemies. You reckon? I have been driving behind some <laughs> slow people these days. And let me tell you, if I knew how to strip their bonnet, I'd be doing it. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is our letters from Tamworth this week. We'll do it again next week. Total Tool DeWalt text busting event is on now. Spend $250, get 50 bucks. That is Reef. Place your hands at 748 here at 92.9. JB here. Our brain started this morning. More than 59% of people have a fear of this at the office. What is it, Michelle? A great guess. Stealing, uh, someone stealing their lunch out of the staff room fridge. I'd never do that. I'd be fearful. It's That's got something a lie. gross in it or something like that. That's a pure lie. What? You stole my ice cream out of the freezer and ate it. That was communal ice cream. It wasn't yours. They told me it was, it was mine. In... They said who? Um, who Emily said that? and Kat, uh, our office admin, said bollocks. you've got an ice cream in the fridge. And I said, I'm not hungry today. I'll eat it next week. I came in to eat it. And I was like, ooh, I feel like that ice cream. It was from Spilt Milk. Amazing. And then it wasn't there. And I was ropeable. I was like, who ate my ice cream? JB pops his head up. Oh, I did. Thought it was spare. Well, those same ladies said that that was communal ice cream for all the staff that was dropped in. They are trying to start so, wars out there. See? It's them. Common enemy. Aside from ice cream, <laughs> other people's food I'd never <laughs> eat. Because I'd be fearful, A, it would taste gross. Secondly, it would have something horrible in there. Or it's been sitting in there for a thousand years. It's going to give me hurry curry. Well, I ate Amy's so. kids' chocolate at Easter time. <laughs> She left it in the fridge for like three days, and I was like, well, I want this, so I'm well, going to eat it. Chocolate safe. Yeah, it was a whole Kinder Bunny. And ice cream as well. Yeah. Look, fair game. That was my karma, obviously. <laughs> True. See? There you go. It works. Uh, Lou, uh, being disliked. I don't yeah. care about that. <laughs> Kate sending an email to the boss by accident about how much mm -hmm. you hate your job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Work in a giant corporation as well, Work if you've emails. ever done that. Yeah, accidentally doing the all-staff one that gets circulated globally. That's rough. That's good fun. Mm. Um, no, none of them, more than 59% of people have a fear of this at the office. It is the photocopier. Oh, like they're scared of it. Yeah. Look, they can be temperamental. Where have they done this survey? Because that's over half of people are and scared of photocopiers. I reckon with the 12 or 13 of us at work here, not over half of us will be scared of the photocopier. I use it too. Like, yeah. I've used it a few times. I can be scared of it. What's wrong with it? What's scared of it jamming it jams. all the time? Yeah. Oh, because we've been lucky with this one touch wood. My one at my old work, like, literally, I think we had three printers in a year, and I think it was just because one of the girls didn't know how to use it properly. Yeah, yeah. But they're da they are dangerous, so I do understand the fear. Yeah, really? But more the aggravation. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't be scared of photocopies. Nah. Unless you were taking S sneaky snacks, like, you know, little sneaky photocopies after work. It's a thing. I've seen it on TV. Are we able to talk about this on Eris, what they're photocopying? Just like body parts. That... Like maybe they're bum. <laughs> I've heard it, never done it. The glass would break. 750. <laughs> from me, not you. <laughs> 751. Building your dream. Kid Rock here at 92.9, reminiscing about the old summer days and all summer long. A 19 past eight before a long weekend. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel. We've had some very cool mornings the last couple of days. A bit of frost on the windshield yesterday morning. If you need to get the frost off your windshield, Really quickly, you know, so you don't get the boss annoyed by rocking up to work late. 
How can you do it? We put the call out on our Facebook page on how to stop your windshield frosting up or how to unfrost the windshield. Uh, Brody jokingly, he said this with a cracking result, pour boiling hot water onto it, gets rid of the ice straight away. Don't, don't do that because you'll, you'll also get rid of your windshield straight away as well. Ky uh, Kyle on our Facebook page said he actually gave that a go in New Zealand many years ago. It was four, minus 14 overnight where he was staying. Needless to say, the car hire place wasn't impressed with the state of their windshield upon return. I can, ima <laughs> I can imagine that's the case. Um, Mitchell says his method works 100% of the time, and that is park it in the garage. Well, yeah, of course. But, I mean, some of us don't have that luxury, Mitchell, but thank you very much. Cassandra said you can mix high-proof industrial alcohol with water and keep it on a bottle with one part alcohol, two part water. When you have a frosty windscreen, sloss some of it on it and it will wash it away. The alcohol lowers the freezing point of the water so it melts the frost without refreezing. And then have a quick splash of clean water and a wish of the wipers and you're good to go. So there you go from Cassandra, science. Who would have thought it? High-proof industrial alcohol mixed with water and whooshka, off you go. Otherwise, you can try Richard's untested theory of peeing on the window, but I'd probably stick with the alcohol. Towell Tamworth 